ma'am, we highly respect you so much that I believe that you, ma'am, you are a professor of English. Is she? <laughs> ma'am, is she? What is a Bogota? I don't know. At first, I thought she was talking about the country like Bogota, and I was like, "Huh." A Bogota? How does that fit, fit in? That I knew like a, she means bodega. I immediately knew when she said the Bogodas of the Bronx. I said, it ain't no Bogodas. Ain't, it, the only thing close that she could be talking to is a bodega. The, when I first saw it, I ran it back because I was like, hmm, what is a Bogoda of the Bronx? Ma'am! This is, this is some part of the Bronx I've never been to before. You are a professor of English. Bogota. And the first one in the country right now, actually, the first lady. Bogota. You don't be at the White House because you be at the college teaching the kids. And that's commendable. But do you be teaching them words like Bogota? I think that I <laughs> maybe she wants it to be pronounced that way. From no. And, and the thing is, since she also messed up the D and the G. She put them in the wrong place. She said Bogada instead that. of Bodega. Love that. Round of applause for our first lady, everyone. <laughs> Man. Man. Dr. Her, Dr. G. her and her husband. I, I still love you. I still. Her I still and love her you. husband. Still love you. Really, like they I, they knew how to capture some fuck ups this week. Oh, her husband reading the teleprompter word for fucking word <laughs> and repeating parts he wasn't supposed to repeat Mm-mm. and saying it out loud. Oh, I see that part, Joe Biden? Please, bro. Like y'all. Like I don't like. Come on, America. Like we have to realize it's age. He's seventy-eight. It's age. He's gonna be eighty-one before it's over. If he, if God allows him to see eighty-one, pray to God, he'll be eighty-one before it's over. We have to deal with the fact that he's just an older man. I can get with that. I think he's more of a thinker than he is a talker. I think he has a lot of experience and he knows what he's talking about when he does in policy. Sure. But uh, when it comes to speaking, he he, he used to have a he used to um stutter. So yes, that, I gotta, remember. You got to take that into right. account. Okay. I remember. All okay. right. Okay. We also need to and now he's elect younger, 79, younger people into office. We do. We do. As president. Because, come on, Joe, you can't be. We do. Because if, if y'all want to get, what's his name, other one back in the office, he'll be 81 by the time his second term is over, too. It was, for me, it so, was in the clip. Kamala was in the background trying not to laugh. And oh. I don't know if anybody peeped that, but if you look I at her it. face, <laughs> she was trying not to laugh. She can't wait to take over. When he repeated what he wasn't supposed to, like, it oh. just, ah, man. <laughs> no. I just, I just, you know, oh, this is why other countries be over. laughing at America. And I'm laughing with them because Yeah, I tell you what, y'all better just keep it. laughing from afar. It's the best alternative we got. If y'all, y'all keep Good. laughing, you better, you better keep laughing all the way to the, to the voting, uh, b- uh, uh, booth and vote the right way. Something. We better living stick, it. Stick with Uncle, Uncle Joe. But I don't know, man. You and your husband. The fuck is going on this week? Ma'am, you're a professor of English. Look, Bogota. I can't get over that. Bogota's. <laughs> Yo, and breakfast tacos. That's the name. I, was, I wasn't even <laughs> tripping over the breakfast taco. I feel like that's not my fight. Man. That's not my fight. I can understand the the, ups, the people are upset about that. That's not my fight. The Bogota's. 
That's the, the name Bronx. of this episode. I already know. The Bogodas of the Bronx. Bogodas. Bogodas. Bogodas of the Bronx. <laughs> you ready? Yep. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to connecting with Instinct ENT on LinkedIn. We offer music, film, and media editing and production services, along with live event coordination and stage management. Come on, the plug. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast coming back from Wasteland. No. Oh. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Not be careful. Oh, my God. Please. It's dangerous over there. I'm still in it. Oh, <laughs> one car ride was enough for me. <laughs> but either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. It's me, it's me again. <laughs> How it's are me you? me again. Uh, yeah, where's <laughs> it from? And I'm back. Creep. It's me again. Mm-hmm. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty well. Um, Ashe, happy to be here, alive, blessed in the space that we share. Um, had a really good week so far, very productive. Um, got a lot of sunlight, which is like it's challenging um to for me to get my color that I like to get in the summertime when I'm like inside most of the day and like in the office. So like as soon as I'm out of the office, I try to like spend as much time outdoors as I can so I can be nice and crisp for the summer season. You know what I mean? I like to tan. I love to tan. But I love that natural tan. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone earlier today, I asked them, I was like, oh, how's the weather outside? Um, they were just like, oh, it's brutal. I was like, yes! Yeah, no. <laughs> yes! <laughs> like I said, you will find me in the house. Not unless I'm on vacation. If I'm on vacation, yes. like in some island where I purposely want this, yes. Um, just outside walking, living, I don't want to be in the oven. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, other than that, I've been catching up on shows. Mm-hmm. Um, this past week, I saw P-Valley. They're taking like a week off this week. Mm-hmm. But it was a really, really great episode. I don't understand. Like, the first season of P-Valley was so great. I was like, man, they can't top this. Katori Hall topped this. Like, I don't get how the That's second the season it. is Katori Hall, right, is, is, right. is topping the first one. She's a playwright. And, she know what she doing. and, and it's amazing. She knows um, she it set me on a world when I actually watched it more than once. Um, but that was really good as well. I'm caught up on some other shows and, you know, in between um, the work week. And, yeah, I'm just happy to be here waiting for the weekend. How are you, Khalil? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean with catching up with them shows. Thank the Lord for Peacock. Thank the Lord for thank the Lord for my accessibility to my Peacock subscription. Okay. My Lord. Okay, we're thanking God. Friends. 
How many of us have them? <laughs> wow. Friends. The ones we can depend Um, So, because the WWE Network really is a blessing from high, oh a blessing goodness. from above. I, I really think that's, think that's one of the best things that Vince McMahon has done in his life. He's going through some things right now, but I think the fact that, you know, he listened to the Lord when the Lord said, you need to just go on ahead and merge with Peacock and put it up on there. Stop trying to go it alone, and it's going to work out for you. Because I tell you, I am obsessed with the Broken Skull podcast hosted by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Well, he has a podcast, too. Oh, Doesn't he also have a show with, um, with Ice-T? Oh, I don't know about that. Probably. Yeah, probably. he does. Yeah, I've seen it on the cable, mm-hmm. but this is just him, and he's going, and he sits down with the wrestlers from the Attitude Era, all of our favorites and the new ones. There's him with Undertaker, which is amazing, him with Kane, him with Mick Foley, him with Shawn Michaels, him with, uh, I mean, we, we're waiting on that one with him and The Rock. We're waiting on it. It's coming to He's him. busy, though. Um, but you know, right. but like it's just so interesting to see them sit down and like rehash the old matches and really t- like they've really broken the fourth wall now. You know how they're all friends. Yeah. Like they had to have to travel on like a, a a bus with the good ones and a bus with the bad mm-hmm. ones because they couldn't arrive at the same place together. Now that's all different and whatnot. But they look back and they talk about how the creation of their characters and the matches they did and how really how worried they were when stuff like when things got extreme when, mm-hmm. the, when the Undertaker pushed McFoley over the um off the hell in the cell. Sure do remember that through the 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 uh, through, off, through from the top onto the uh, um, ring and that was when like I didn't even watch wrestling back then but that's when the buzz started because it started to make its way to the news like this is so violent for mm-hmm. the children and I was like what are they talking about mm-hmm. oh no I watched I watched wrestling as a as a youngin oh so yeah. I've seen all of that yeah and you know I'm already starting with all the raws from like 98 moving forward just catching up and it's amazing so I'm obsessed. I get work done and just learn and watch, look up. Yeah. It's great. Um, and also Gaslit, which is also on Stars. I finished the whole thing. It's the story of Martha Mitchell. The documentary was on Netflix. I watched that first. Mm-hmm. And then um, the show starring Julia Roberts and Sean Penn as John and um, Martha Mitchell is amazing. It's the story of Watergate and the break-in. Oh, okay. Shout out to my homegirl, Lauren E. Banks, who starred as Janelle. Um, she was the reporter for Jet Magazine who interviewed uh, John Wills, who was the security guard, the black security guard who actually caught the break-in mm. that night, who didn't get his just due. But it was so great to see her on screen, though. Um, love you, Lauren. Go, Lauren! Go, Lauren! And, um... It was a. It was just a. It was a great show. P Valley is also on Stars, so I, I, I thought to give it a shot right after. I was like, it's too much. So I just need a break. <laughs> it's too I need much. a break. <laughs> but it's gonna be hard next year. We're gonna talk about Emmy nominations. I think they'll make it next year. But between this show, Gaslit, and First Lady, between Viola, Julia, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Jillian Anderson, they're throwing them all in one category. Ooh, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Um. Yeah. You ready? Yep. You can also listen to this show on your way to watching Keenan and Kel and all the episodes of all that on Netflix. Oh, yeah, Netflix. Netflix. Yes. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I can't wait. I'm looking forward. You oh, re- that was our sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram, where we release it every week. This week we've got Wasteland by Brent Fayaz, 
Fias? It's debatable. Okay. Because <clears throat> I say Fias and people say Fias. I say Fias, people say Fias. But Brent, Fias, 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 Fias. Okay. By Brent. Love Dominique by Burna Boy. The lead EP by Flo. And All Things New by Ty Tribbett. For my first project this week, I had Wasteland by Brent Fias. He's an R&B singer from Maryland who's been releasing music since 2013. Brent started out releasing music through SoundCloud. His first EP, AM Paradox, received positive, rev- positive reviews from music critics, but it wasn't until he was featured on Gold Link's song Crew where the world got hip to Brent's talent. Brent formed a group called Sonder with producers Pat and A2, and they released their debut album in 2017, um, which is a really, really, really great project. Through the span of seven years, Brent and Sonder released five really good EPs, and now we have the second album from the collection um, called Wasteland. This album has features from Tyler, the Creator, Drake, Alicia Keys, The Neptunes, Junie, and Trey Amani. Now, I cannot pick one fave. I've been so, so, so hyped up for Wasteland um, for a very long time that I, the moment I pressed play when it released that Friday, I have not stopped playing this whole album. Um, Thing about Brent's music is people may say it's toxic, even I said it was toxic as well. Um, Brent calls it Shakespeare. And he says that he just b- pretty much sings his thoughts. Um, and I also don't believe a lot of like the lyrics that Brent's saying he'll actually do in real life. Like the toxic moments that, the, that, that he actually plays that out. It's embellishment. Songwriting. It's embellishment. And it's, it's basically singing thoughts that people who in these situations and scenarios might actually play out. It's what you can only really get away with in songwriting. Mm-hmm. But you got to, but that's the main thing. I'm sorry, but that's the main thing that we're talking about. Also, side note with these rappers though, too. Like, where does it stop? Like, you know, and we just saying stuff. We just getting our thoughts out. No matter that he's being very obscene sometimes exactly. in these songs. Is somebody going to come and use this against him in a court case? I hope not. That would be ridiculous, right? Don't lock rent out. Please. Right. Go ahead. Um, there were so many great songs. Uh, we can start off by Gravity. That was the first single from this project that was released last year with him and Tyler, the creator. Very, very, very great song. Um, I love it so much. It held me up when I was down and out, but I don't want you waiting around for me. It's not that I'm over you, not a over girl, but I got things to do. It's so much to be your boyfriend, too much, and you ain't making this much easier. The interludes as well, Heal Your Heart was really great. Um, the skits <laughs> were great. The skits. They were great. <laughs> I can't even say that. Script writing. Really great. 
Um, but I tell you, this album was scary as hell, okay? <laughs> it does take I, you on a ride, but I think that's what I love about Brent's yeah, music. Yeah, I was listening to all the music and then skits, and by the time I got to the end, I was looking through one hand like this at the, <laughs> through the, my fingers at the speaker. Like, oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, I had to turn it Oh, but that's what I love about it. Um, I turned it down. Like, all my senses got crossed. I had to close my eyes and, like, turn it down. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> If I'd have to pick faves from this album, it's a long list. So we're going to go with Loose Change. We're going to go with All Mine. Price of Fame, of course. Ghetto Gatsby with Alicia Keys. It was nice. was so good. One of my fave, fave, favorites. Somebody was hating for um, no reason, but it was nice. Wasting Time. Um, we're familiar with that because he dropped that with Drake, produced by the Neptunes. Very, very great song. Rolling Stone. Um, Dead Man Walking has been a favorite of mine for almost a year now. It was one of the singles that he dropped last year. I didn't know it was going to be on this project, but I'm so glad it was. Addictions, Role Model, Jackie Brown. Oh, my goodness. Bad Luck. And even Angel. I love this project from top to bottom. Um, I don't know if it's one of his best projects um, out of the EPs in, in the second album, but it's number one in my eyes. Scourge. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Careful who you get in these relationships with. It's for musical people who can relate. Yeah, yeah. And although I can't, you know, you specifically relate no, story to, you, you know, all of it, I can, you know, it pretend taught, to live vicariously through it. taught me to be careful who you get into these relationships with <laughs> on all sides. Friends a good guy. <clears throat> nah, it's, I said on all sides. Everybody <laughs> be careful. Ooh. Um... This week for my first project, I had Love Dominique by Burna Boy, who's from Port Harcourt, River State, Nigeria. This is his sixth studio album. <coughs> this is his sixth studio album. And some of the producers on this project were The Elements, P2J, Danatello, MDS, Tells, Chopsticks, Chopsticks. Kel P. Yeah, Chopsticks. Kel P. Off and Out, Ruben. And King Vinci, just to name a few. Uh, as we start to get deep, get our feet deep and learn about uh, this Afrobeat world. Some of the features on this project were Burner Boy, Lady Smith, Black Mombazo, Jay Huss, Vic Tony, Popcon, Blast. Somebody really said, you like that song with Blixt? I was like, oh, no. They did. Uh, they you like Blixt? But that was like me when I said Mooney Long. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, we learn as we go, right? Uh, Kalani, the blasting Kalani killed that. Ed Sheeran even killed that. Jay mm-hmm. Balvin and Khalid. This album was great. It was my first, you know, Beautiful. dive into the the Afro beats, a full Afro beats album. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because you had Wizkid, um, and I listened. I did listen actually, but mm-hmm. like to really listen to dissect to report on was mm-hmm. this one. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really liked the first half um, before it slowed down the most. The, sl- the second half was was great, too. Some of my favorite songs on here that immediately catch you. <laughs> Science was great. Mm-hmm. Cloak and Dagger mm-hmm. featuring Jay Huss. That was awesome. Then they break a ball and stagger, so I'm moving cloak and dagger. Might see me in a black bandana in a Lambo with Joey Zaza. Diamond teeth with a bottle full of rubber No shirt looking like a normal rubber 
Since I started, they carry my matter no be now we go scatter my data. Just the 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 delivery, the tone of Burner Boy's vo- voice, and the and the and the delivery over the beats, the how. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to sound so like it's so rhythmic, but I'm just saying. <laughs> like, but like, but it is because yeah. Burner Boy is so fucking talented. Oh man, um, kilometer, 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 kilometer. He dropped that in December, and I knew the moment kilometer. he dropped it, I was like, oh, this kilometer. album. Good. Kilometer, 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 kilometer. And then I'd be doing the harmonies with him. Oh man, boy, <laughs> be going off, bro. It's just because it's also harmonies. It's art, it's voice, it's harmony, it's layers, it's mm-hmm. it's flow, it's it's uh, um there's vocal that goes with the it's like all this rap song that we've been absorbing this last decade fits so perfectly within exactly the Afrobeat sound. Of course, last last, which the first time I heard it was on the Billboard Awards when Diddy um, hosted and he brought he started that Tony Braxton. Last last is the song of the summer. Oof, last last is. is a heartbreak a heartbreak song, but it's a song of the summer. That's the best part. It like is. people are singing it to the top of their lungs. It is whether they're mumbling the lyrics or whatever, it and it's a heartbreak song. <laughs> <laughs> Tony and Sing featuring Popcan. Popcon mm-hmm. was great. Solid featuring Kehlani and Blast. Yep. I really love that song. Yep, that's like the perfect mix of of Afrobeat and R&B, I think. Mm-hmm. Vanilla, love that one. And also the way he ended it, Love Dominique, uh, featuring Lady Mombazo, Lady Blacksmith Mombazo. It was a great, I feel like I got a great peek into Afro Afrobeat culture. And there's just a lot more to a lot more to keep diving into. I'll forever love Burna Boy. He is ta- talent on talent. Um, the music is always great. And then I told you uh, a few months ago, I saw, uh, I forgot what i think it was youtube mm. live streamed his madison square garden concert mm. and i was just like i wish i was there like he performs very well he reacts with the crowd very well mm-hmm. and he it, it's just like a great performer like not nobody's gonna sit there and say a few lyrics and then put the mic to the crowd so we can do the work because why did i pay this money I pay this money to come see the person to the left sing i came to see you you sing. You uh, yeah, so yeah. get it together. Right, I didn't come to be in the same room with you. I came to hear you. Hey, I came to hear you. So then, you, and you hear me in the background being your background vocals. <laughs> right, you take the lead. Right, <laughs> um, but that definitely made me more interested in going to Made in America this fall. Like you know, just one step, one push closer. Now I'm gonna know some songs. Now I'm gonna know some songs. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> I'm so album cuts that some of the people in the crowd not even going to blow. Oh, you don't know this one. No, They're going to know it. They're going to know it. Mm-hmm. For my second project this week, I had the lead EP by Flow. They are an R&B Woo! pop group from London, England, consisting of members Georgia, Stella, and Renee. Flow is signed to Island Records. Now, when I first heard of them, it was through TikTok. They were doing covers. Mm. And usually when I scroll TikToks, um, and I see women singing. I'm like, okay. I forgot which cover it was that they did. But I was like, huh, these harmonies are on point. Plus it was acapella. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm into these girls. Well, maybe they're just some TikTok girls. I saw a clip on Twitter of they like they released like a clip of their song Cardboard Box. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. 
Then they dropped a single cardboard box in March of this year with the video shortly after in April. And I was like, these women can sing. What I love about Flo, and especially this EP, is you can hear nostalgic sounds of the 2000s really into this girl group. Like, it's lyrics of, you know, boys. That's what it felt like. It did. It felt like this is a a group from, like, the early 2000s. Like, this felt so nostalgic, but in a great way. I was saying it felt like 3LW vibes with Destiny's Child vocals. Mm -hmm. I I also felt like, damn, am I listening to that group? Remember that group, Dream? Yeah, yeah. Vague, vaguely though. Vaguely, right. I mean, I remember that. I just don't well, remember, remember any of his songs. He loves me. No, he loves you not. That was. I remember the they came out. I was single. just, I just wasn't a fan. <laughs> it didn't grab me. I remember they were even on three out the, the TRL tour, and I saw it, and I was just sitting there in the audience, like. Hmm. <sighs> Flow, they harmonize with one another, and they do not sing over one another Mm. and that's what i love about them this ep was only 14 minutes long but when i tell you from top to bottom i've been playing this on repeat in between wasteland i'm obsessed of course cardboard box is on there immature has a video um but it's their next single off this project and it's so so good summertime right after that a song a a song for the summer song about not dealing with anybody's mess and just being really really carefree and being themselves feature me where it gets a little slowed down r&b vibes and of course they ended it with an acoustic version of their song another guy which was so great to Mm. remind you that it's not just studios and 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 you know enhancement with our voices like no this is really us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love that you can hear everybody shine you can hear everybody and nobody's going over anybody else no like blend that's what i love blend beautiful it's a blend i hope they're here to stay i hope they're here to stay and i i'm excited for the actual album, album and yeah, anything yeah. else that follows this when the ep was done i was like that's it right I was like, I could use a few more. Like, y'all really teased us. But at the same time, y'all did y'all thing. It's pop. It's R&B. Yeah. Um, it's both. And I love it. I'm here for flow. Agreed. This week for my second project, I had All Things New by Ty Tribbett, who's from Camden, New Jersey. I didn't know. I didn't realize he was from New Jersey. I don't know why I thought he was from Atlanta. This is his eighth studio album since his debut in 2000. Um, some of the features on this project were PJ Morton, Kiara Sheard, Molly Music, Tim Bush, Tim Bowman Jr., Jalissa Fay, Isaac Curie, Isaiah Templeton, Ja'Kalen Carr, Kim Burrell, Tasha Page Lockhart, and Zacardi Cortez. Pulled out the big stops for this one. The producers on this project were also Ty Tribbett himself, Joseph Bethay, Derek Ginyard, Brian Miller, Javon Hill, and Dave Outing. 
uh, I think it's just like a really tough time right now. Like that video of them kids that they that that they came out. Oh, child, I'm not even trying and to watch. I, 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 I like just flipped the thing and just like what was and it's oh my gosh and I like I had to mute. I was like whoa like, and then they did a special today on like one of the parents who lost their kids in Parkland and like how he's fighting through and he like spoke up at the white house during one of joe biden's speeches and interrupted him and whatnot but it was like good this needs to be said and then they were like showing pictures of him and with his son it was like i just saw the picture of his son i was like i almost got so emotional i was like yo how could you like you put all this time into like a kid and and your your son or how could you be and how could you put this much time and then so unexpectedly to just be taken from you it really made me tear up and i can only imagine what other people are going through it's just a rough time right now mm-hmm. all throughout like in so many different aspects of this country in this time and so i just think it was just great to have an album that gave a good message right and it offered a space a recentering space to just kind of forget it to forget about yourself and just concentrate on worshiping god and mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's recentering it's refocusing to not have to worry about your baggage in the moment and just give thanks but an album like this is especially welcome from somebody like ty Tribbett, who continues to always push the boundaries of music when it comes to gospel i think we were talking earlier he's just he reminds me he solidified it today of like a millennium kirk franklin Mm -hmm. and just the way that you know he just goes where people think you're not supposed to go him and like people like tone a yes um there was so and there was so much of that on this album, from the choir to the harmonies, the call and response versions, the African, the African kind of call and response that, that's in there, create the creativity, the music composition, and it's all it was amazing. He teased it at the Roots picnic. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched that stream, and lo and behold, here the album is. Some of my favorite songs on this project were, of course, the title track "All Things New That Goes." Get up, he said. I wanna. He said, just like Jesus. Turn the water into wine. I just want y'all to have a good time. I love that. Sound like some George Clinton. I said, I love that. And then then he gave thanks. It was an awesome, awesome song. Let's go! Be All Right, Emmanuel, Walk by Faith, featuring P.J. Morton. Walk by faith, not by sight. <laughs> Let me not try. We need you. We need you. The way that Kiara Shears' voice, the way that her part just jumps out in the middle like that, and he just completely flips the melody, and then flips it back, and flips it again, and flips it back, and then merges it, and does something new at the end. Mm. It's It's amazing the way that Gospel is just the root of R&B when you, it's just so clear when you hear it. Uh, Holy God interlude was great. Great is our God featuring Tim Bowman Jr. was awesome. IDK, I was once again, I said, is this a gospel project? My God, thank mm. you, Lord, for music. So Good was great. And then Revive Us featuring J- Jalissa Faye. Ty Tribbett, man. I think this was like one of my first times actually 
So sent to a full project by Yeah, time? yeah. I just usually used to get like, you know, the singles or mm-hmm. have it be suggested, but <clears throat> this was great. I knew Ty was something from the, I think the first song I've ever heard from Ty Tribbett um, was Victory. Yeah, yeah, you got it. And know I was that. like, I was like, oh shit, am I supposed to? I got the victory. Why does make me want to shake my ass a little bit? And it's just like review ruined. Review, review. What is good music? Thank the Lord. You do. Thank the Lord. Just like Jesus turned the water into wine. I just wish you have a good time. We could talk a little bit in church. No, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Come on now. Just a little bit. This week for our honorable mentions, we had Peace, Fly God by West Side Gun, The Boy Who Flew to the Moon, Volume 1 by Kid Cudi, and Breezy, Deluxe by Chris Brown. Can't sleep or get tired. I delete you in your VVs. Had to put you in them CCs. Every time you leave, I feel empty. No, oh, boy, your bag of Fendi. I might be tripping, but And now it's time for music news. All right. So Drake, Drake, Drake. He announced that October World Weekend will kick off at the end of this month. Um, This is the 10th anniversary of OVO Fest Mm. in Canada. Um, He is currently working on bringing OVO Fest around the world for the in 2023 for the 10th anniversary. Um, But for the summer. He's bringing October World Weekend back to Canada with all Canadian North Stars. Um, Is that a group or just a bunch of stars from the North? No, it's just Drake. Okay. All right. So on, um, it's going to be two shows on Thursday, July 28th and Friday, July 29th at two different places. On July 28th, it's going to be at History and July 29th, it's going to be at the Budweiser. Hmm. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I read that wrong. Okay. <laughs> Drake is bringing October World Weekend um, for two days, a part of the OVO Fest tour, Thursday, July 28th, and Friday, July 29th, um, with all Canadian North Stars, as well as Chris Brown, Lil Baby, Lil Wayne, and Nicki Minaj, and the Young Money Reunion. Wow. It's going to be Monday on August that 1st. That looks like a great show. So it is kind of a weekend. It's Thursday, Friday, and Monday. Especially he's bringing Chris Brown back. What a way to like officially, like, I mean, I, I know. They've he, done. They've, they've been squashed yeah. the beef, but like, this is like big. That's yeah. a big move. They've done. Um, But yeah, the Young Money Reunion is going to be crazy. Um, Seeing yeah. a whole bunch of, seeing, seeing them perform Bedrock. Is Tiger going to come out? Yes, all of them from Young Money. Um, so tickets go on sale um, pretty soon on Ticketmaster. And yeah, OVO Fest always looks pretty, pretty fun um, every time I see clips and stuff like that. So I know this is going to be a hit. I wish they live streamed it, <laughs> but, you know, who knows? 
Um, but yeah, it's we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully somebody live streams it. It would be nice if he did live stream it though, since it's gonna be in Canada. In Canada, and on a Thursday and Friday. Thursday, Friday, and Monday. Oh, to avoid all the weekend mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Right. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see Young Money as a collective. I'm excited to see that if they do stream it, um, Young Money as a collective performing, um, Lil Wayne, Nicki, uh, and just having Drake on the stage, having them all is going to feel so nostalgic. Um, of course, I'm not going to get tickets to go out there, but whoever goes, I hope y'all have a lot of fun, and I really hope they, they stream this. Like, I want to see this? it. When is this? This is going to be um, Thursday the 28th, Friday the 29th, and Monday the 1st. Of this month? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drake just announced this, and it's like, all right, tickets going to sell soon. Wow. Catch up. Good luck. Right. right. Friday the 29th, I'm busy, though, so. Busy. Z. <laughs> All right. I been got that day uh, marked up. You sorry. tried it, Drake. You tried it. You tried it again. <laughs> but we know we're going to be on the 29th. You tried it again. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> Oh man, but good On the way listening, where will you be on July Friday, <laughs> Friday July 29th? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. And it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. All right, what happened this week, Khalil? So this week we found out the nominations for the 74th Emmy Awards, which is Excellence in Television. Mm-hmm. This is a big... Television has really come a long way. Hell yeah. Network, I think, uh, um, um, primetime or what was it? Subscription-based yep. cable really made people step it up. Because... Mm-hmm. That's a fact. The writing has just gotten so much better over the last decade. And here we are with... TV right at the forefront, like movie stars doing TV now. Of course, for Outstanding Drama Series, I see all these other ones, but the one I'm looking at is Euphoria, but nominated as Better Call Saul, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game. Squid Game's probably going to be a big contender. Stranger Things. That's scary show. But Skirt. a very great show. Love that scary stuff. You and Brent. And, 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 and once you watch it, you'll see the hype and you'll understand. Also, Succession and Yellow Jackets. Succession and Ted Lasso lead nominations this year with like 17 and 20 nominations. They sure do. Outstanding comedy series. We'll get into the crux of it later. But, of course, at the forefront, we're looking at Abbott Elementary. Crazy. (sighs) Crazy. I saw one of them on Twitter, and they were asking people to vote. Yeah. And I was like, and why wouldn't people vote? This is a perfect show. How could they not? They they topped all the ratings, the most high the highest rated show ABC's ever had in their first season. 
crazy. It topped Modern Family. Um, Barry is also nominated. Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I love. Hacks, which I love. Marvelous Miss Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Only Murders in the Building, which I started watching yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Outlanding Limited, Outstanding Limited Series. I don't really watch these. I don't need to talk about that. So I say the ones that we do watch. Right, right, right. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. They got like the thing about these shows with these ensemble casts is that there's so many great performances and there's only like a mm-hmm. couple categories to be nominated in, so you're nominated amongst your cast members. Brian Cox for Succession. <sighs> uh, duh. But then also Jeremy Strong for Succession who plays Kendall, his son. They're both great. Adam Scott, who's from Parks and Rec in Severance, which I'm sure he's great in. Lee Jung Jae in Squid Game and Bob, Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul, which is in its last season, so they might give it to him. Outstanding lead actress in a, in a drama series. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. I see all these other actresses, but it's got to go to one because they gave it to Zendaya last year for Euphoria. And her performance this year, in my opinion, topped last year. It sure did. So how could, I don't even know these other shows. I hear they're <laughs> great. But like, I, how? Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. I'm here. Great, sure, great things. Laura Linney for Ozark. Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets. I've heard great things about that. Sandra Oh for Killing Eve. Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show. I love The Morning Show. But she's nominated because she's the lead character. But I didn't feel like this season was really like even her her season to be like the lead lead like that. Mm. Other people shown. So um, if, if we're just nominating people because they're the lead, then I think Zendaya is going to easily carry that. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Donald Glover's nominated for Atlanta. Really great season. But he's also nominated against Steve Martin and Martin Short. And mm-hmm. that's why I started watching Only Murders in the Building because it's like an establishment thing, the Emmys. And you know they love Steve Martin and Martin Short, which I do too. Um, but I'm interested to see that. But Donald Glover won this award too before. Oh, Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. This is tough. I mean, I haven't seen some of these, um, but I'm looking at Sarah Snook from Succession, who plays Shiv, Jake Smith Cameron from Succession, who plays um, Jerry, and then Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria, who plays Cassie. Because of that really, really, really great episode. It, yeah. I mean, she acted her ass off in the whole season. Yeah. It's a tough one. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. It's so great to see Tyler James Williams nominated from Yo. Abbott. Because, I mean, like, the fact that... A long way coming. For, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, did he... What, I hope he was nominated. I don't know. No, I wasn't following this back is his then. first nomination. Even for, from Everybody Hates Chris, yes, never nominated. Yes, his first nomination. Long deserved. Past deserved. Um, but it's... But this is a toughie, though. And I heard his interview. He's I, He knows it's a toughie, too. Because he's nominated against Henry Winkler, which is Fonzie. They love Fonzie mm-hmm. for Barry, which I heard is great. And all these people from Ted Lasso, which has been cleaning up. But they're all nominated, in my opinion, against somebody who I think is hilarious, which is Bowen Yang from Saturday Night Live. I think he is hilarious. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, so, but what we really came to talk about, as we talk also about this. Wait, but before we get there, also one of my favorite shows, um, limited series nomination, The White Lotus, which is on HBO. How was that? I haven't seen it. They got nominated uh, for like 20. Amazing. I saw, the first time I saw it, I was on Shrooms, and I was like, huh. But this, that show, 
speaking of shrooms, that's also incorporated into the show. That show is amazing. I'll watch that one. Um, this week, my queen spotlight. I want to shine a beautiful light on Quinta. Quinta, who started off by doing like Instagram videos. Mm-hmm. She's nominated for lead actress in a comedy series for Abbott Elementary. As she should be. Quinta, you you start from memes. Mm-hmm. From memes. You got money. From memes and, and quotables mm-hmm. to... First season of a Black Lady Sketch Show. Exactly. Oh, I forgot she was on that. Black Lady Sketch Show is also nominated. They have two Emmys. They're going against um, Saturday Night Live, too. Nice. From and now on to... Lead actress in a comedy series. On your own show. On your own show. Nominated with your former bo- boss from a Black Lady Sketch Show. Exactly. Issa Rae. Exactly. And this is a toughie because I need for Issa Rae to have an Emmy for Insecure. And this is the last time that we can do that. And I think it's so unfortunate that our black actresses don't get the due that that they deserve. Tracy Ellis Ross all these years didn't get nominated this year at all, but has been nominated in the past for Blackish. She Mm -hmm. doesn't have an Emmy. Uh, Carrie Washington nominated all those years for Scandal mm-hmm. doesn't have an Emmy Viola has hers thank God Felicia Rashad nominated all those years ago for all those seasons of the Cosby show doesn't have an her. Emmy but you know what I still appreciate the nominations because it's, it shows that there's appreciation there they'll always be Emmy, Emmy nominated you yes. know and you mentioned that too when you mentioned these mm-hmm. actresses and these actors you mentioned Emmy nominated, yes. Grammy nominated, yes, because that is just as important. It raises even if the it's, price, even if it's not Grammy winner, Emmy winner. Well, you see them celebrating. That's what they're celebrating for, whether exactly. they win or not. The price has gone up. Exactly. And also, Gene Smart, who's in that category, I really like that show, Hacks. I think that's going to be a tough one. But I've not seen Hacks. It's good. I'm excited for everybody nominated though. Janelle James for outstanding supporting, supporting actress. actress in a comedy series of Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. Janelle James is probably one of the funniest people on that on that show like Hands it's down. just her character like everything about it Ava. is just amazing hands down also but nominated a, a, with her first her first ever this is that's Emmy crazy nomination, too cheryl lee ralph y'all somebody, didn't even nominate d from moesha somebody on twitter said she should have got an emmy nomination for putting up with fucking frank mitchell right right autumn years but the first ever Emmy nomination that she has, Cheryl Lee Ralph, in the same category of supporting actress in a comedy series. I saw the video um, that her son had posted on Etienne, TikTok yeah. of of her getting the call. And you just see, like, the, the, the excitement, the, years, the shock, and the joy. The it's, years of work. That's what work. I'm saying. Like, the nominations itself is still should be celebrated. Yes, of course. Because it's like the acknowledgement. Like, damn. But the years? But the years... Shirley Ralph is, I believe, 19 years in the game. What? 19? No, yes. no, 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 yes. no, no. She's more been, than, She's been in the game. No, no, more than 19. Okay, Shirley Ralph 19, was the first. What year was game. 1984? I can't do math like that. Shit, I got this. I watched for a reason. Hold on a second. Let me, <laughs> let me see here. You want, you want math on the fly? I got, I'm see. not your let girl for that. Here. 19, <laughs> 2022. 30 something years ago. 1984. 38 
years. Yeah. Dream Girls premiered, I believe, on Broadway in 1984 or 81. It might have been 81. She might be like 42 years in the game or, or more than that. But Dream Girls was her first role as Dina Jones. It's the mm-hmm. original Dina Jones. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, surprisingly. Oof. But shout out to you. 19. You better, not you better put some respect <laughs> on uh, Shirley Ralph. Also, shout out to Natasha Rothwell for supporting actress in a lead, a limited series or movie for White Lotus. If you ever see the show, you know. I'm going to watch it tonight now. She is such a great character. I mean, we've seen her from Insecure, so we we know her from there, but such a great character on that show. Mm. Um, Sanaa Lathan's also nominated for Guest Actress in a Drama Series um, for For Succession. Mm hmm. Oh, that's so odd. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm so glad that she's nominated. I mean, but she's, she's nominated for guest actress. Yeah, I don't watch Succession. But I so. remember watching that season and thinking, like, because she was in the she was in two episodes. She was yeah. like in the first one and the second one, and I was guest. Just, but for so short a time, and I was just like, I was so happy that they had her in the first episode because I was like, oh shoot, we're gonna get Sanaa this season, and then we didn't really get her, Mm-mm. and I was that was upsetting. But I'm I'm glad she's great. She she's got really that glad nom, she's though. nominated. <laughs> she so that's like, great. I'm gonna still get that. That's awesome. So shout out to you, beautiful queens, and congratulations. Um, I'm going to watch the Emmys this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes September on. September 12th. September 12th, yes. And, yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to see that. For sure. On the way, listeners, which nominees are you excited to see win this year at the Emmys? Tweet us in On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Ain't nobody else Oh, you got me on the way Yearning for your loving, baby I need that every day Cause you know this ain't made for For nobody but you It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quote on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world. Black people. And I mean that in every sense. So I got this from Nina Simone. And when I saw this quote, I was like, yes. about to say, because I ain't going to help with no more boundaries. But... (laughs) But Amen. That's next week. Okay. But um, mm-hmm. what I love about this quote week is. <laughs> Every other week. But what I love about this quote is it really spoke about like just seeing ourselves in different lights as well. Like we are beautiful creatures. Humanity as a whole, yes. But I'm black, so I can speak for myself being black and how I see the world in my eyes and things of that nature. And I feel like black people are beautiful, talented. They're great. We're creative. We're innovative. We really start trends. We have our own culture. It's just something about us that I feel like people can, they, they try to relate to, but they can't really honestly be in our shoes and that's what makes us great and 
wonderful, beautiful individuals. Amen. That's it. I love being black. I wake up every day like, yes! <laughs> Again! I get it. I can say nigga. Season. <laughs> Season it. There's so many great things about being black, man. I, I love yeah. it. I always remember thinking I would, even as a kid, like, I, I'm so happy I'm black. I would never want to be nothing else but no, black. No, that's it. Um, this reminds me, I think I talked to you about this before. I'm, I'm sure I brought this up before, but this just reminds me of my experience at Howard in the sense of like going there that first time, that first year, and just looking at that campus and just recognizing that we are represented in so many different facets mm-hmm. of life. Like there's, like I said, I've, I, there's, there's your black elites, there's your black nerds, there's your black poor people, there's mm-hmm. your black, um, when I say poor there's your black people on the EBT who know how to make everything work and know how to, you know, how to get by will show you how to get by. Exactly. There's your, there's your, uh, um, your straight A students. There's your singers. There's your music community. There's your cartoon anime community. There's your science mm-hmm. community. There's your fashion community. There's your high fashion community. There's your, you know, like, uh, 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 the fashion is a whole other bubble within itself, but black people That's are right. just represented in so many ways. Um, and if sometimes if you're not exposed to that mentality, you, even if you can't, don't get a chance to see it yet, if you're not exposed to the mentality that we are beautiful, mm-hmm. then you might live a closed off life thinking that we're only one thing that the media or that the TV exactly. shows portray us to be. And we're so much more, so much more than that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the culture. You see it, in, and I'll say one place I can clearly see that locally is in Harlem. Oh, yeah. Go to yes. Harlem. The Mecca. It's, it's yeah. There's, there's so much, so much different kind of black in Harlem. Exactly. I love it. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can also find me on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music and on the streaming platforms Apple, Tidal, Spotify under Khalil Daniel, on the LinkedIn under Khalil Daniel, and on my on my plat- and on my website at KhalilDaniel.com. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. And my fitness advice for everyone this week is on supplements. Really find what works for you if you decide to use supplements um, and how it reacts to your body. Um, Not everything is great. I always recommend just going the natural route and just eating um, properly and not trying to rely on strictly supplements to get you to your end goal um, because it can be advertised that way but you can still get to your end goal without using supplements so just be mindful of it you can have a positive reaction to them or you can have a negative one so read the labels child and for everything else you heard this week you can find us on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way and at mochapodcastnetwork.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms as well as the Apple, Spotify, Tidal, Google, Deezer, Deezer, and everywhere else you can stream podcasts. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind, late night, be mine, yeah, and you know that's for sure, I clear the schedule so you know that's a go.